All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. It is December 22nd at 10.20 a.m., and I'm really excited today because we're down to the last two teams. I'm excited that there's two teams left because fantasy needs to end now that everybody else that really wanted to have something happen is not involved with it anymore. And I don't even have a game this week, so it makes it extra stupid. Um, but I, we genuinely have Peel on the podcast coming up much, much later. Uh, hopefully we don't have to bump him again for any reasons whatsoever. It feels like it happens every week dude i've been here for the last 13 14 weeks on the podcast what are you talking about holy shit you how did you get here now you're supposed dude, to wait i've been later i've been the co-host for this podcast for 14 i've been showing this to my parents and my relatives and everyone like what is this i can't understand are you joking or no, I, we just, we haven't, we've run out of time every week, but we've had, I'm happy you're here today, I guess. I was hoping to get you in later, not up front. Maybe you can hold off until later, or do you want to Are you out? editing this? Like, is no, this no, 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 I would Hello? never do that. Can you hear me? <laughs> like, I've been here, bro. I've been telling you, <laughs> I mean, I've been here every single week, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I... I may or may not have been spiteful after DK Metcalf scored that touchdown that, that really, really threw off my season there. Uh, and you, you may or may not have been pushed back a little bit. But all things regardless, welcome Andrew Peel to the podcast finally for joining us in the final week of the entire season. How are you? Um, you know, I'm doing okay. Um, my wide receivers decided to carry me up until the semifinals and then decided not to play this week. But, you know, it's – uh yeah. yeah. I'm kind of glad fantasy's over. This year kind of sucked in general <laughs> for everyone, yeah. I think. Um, I'm with you on that. You did – you got the most points last week by a pretty hefty margin uh-huh. there. Um, you were – if we if were jumping back into the Week 14 recap, you were 159 to 136 there. Uh, and I was – you know what's funny – Here, we didn't talk about this at all. I actually didn't notice this until I just looked back. Mick and I, if we played each other, would have tied. We had 136.08. Dude, I actually did notice that the other week. I was going to mention that to you, but I totally forgot. I did Uh, see that. That would have been fantastic because I think (laughs) that would have made Mick progress, but I would have been so mad about that. (laughs) I remember, so I don't know if you know this, five years ago or whatever, Gav and his dad literally tied. Yes, they did tie. That's right. That was nuts. What are the chances of that, dude? I mean, and they were playing each other too, so it's like <laughs> I can't. We were just—I mean, the numbers on that man—that's like getting hit by lightning. I know the stars have to align completely just to just to be knocked into one. First of all, facing up against each other, and then tying on top of that. Yeah, I'll it, never forget that, man. That it, was nuts. Yeah, that one. That one was uh, was weird, but. Uh, yeah, you had a tough one this week uh, against against Brett with two T's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup just playing a little bit less than his projection. Devontae Adams puts up – I think that was like his lowest all year aside from, from injury. Yeah, it's like all my receivers put up their floor games, and, and that's okay. I mean, they, they were just – you know, carrying everyone knows they're carrying me, you know, throughout this entire playoff. So it was when, bound to happen, but you know. I I loved the Jared Cook move. Um personally, I think that was the right move to make, especially with Michael Thomas being out. I think the Jared Cook play was good. It just didn't it didn't work out I that way. It looked like shit the first half. I don't know if he came back, but I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. I 
so are you in the same boat? Like when I played you, I remember, you know, we obviously talked about it afterwards and I said, I don't regret a single decision that I made. Cause like, you know, in my situation, yeah, I played no, Mike Kosecki right. and did this and that. Do you feel like there's somebody like Gio Bernard put up 22 points? Do you regret playing Mike Davis over Gio? Not anymore. And yeah, no, I went through this in my head too, because this is the worst thing in fantasy that you don't want to happen is have, you know, have a guy on your bench that outperforms and then that, that would have got you the W. So now you're kicking yourself like all week, like, God right. damn it. But um, I was doing the numbers and everything. So nothing would have changed. Um, I mean, if I would have had Dalvin Cook, thank you, Blood Brothers. We appreciate that <laughs> one. Um, yeah. Then I might have won. I mean, I'm, I, I think I told you this. I was three of the four people. I'm the only guy who got bit in this uh, in this uh, playoff bracket, but um, yeah, after I got eliminated, yeah, you and I were. So playing I got, the... yeah, and and there's no there's no universe where I'm playing Geo at Pitt over Mike Davis starting, you know. So um, yeah, <laughs> against Green Bay too. I that's right. why I, I look at the matchup and I go, what could have been? And even with Geo playing, you still would have lost. Exactly. So. I think. Yeah. I mean, even if Dalvin was playing, I'm pretty sure I would have lost too. I was nervous that. Evan Ingram was just going to put up like a 30 pointer on me <laughs> the day I bench him. That honestly was the thing that was going through my head. I'm like, no. all right, please God, if I'm going to lose, just fucking, you know, make it so that it's something that, you know, I, I don't have dead weight in my, or I don't have anything on my bench that could have pushed me over to you know, win. So. You know, I did like, I did like the move that you picked up Kittle a few weeks back and put him in your IR slot because he's, he's desperate. slated for return. Yeah. Um, after they lost to Dallas, though, I think they're not going to bring him back. I no. think they were going to. All these injury guys, man, CMC, Mixon, um, even Zeke, like Kittle, why play him? I don't know if Dallas is in – I don't know. you got to remind me if Dallas is in playoff hunt. They might be now, but uh, you just got to sit these guys. I don't know why you're going to play them, but, you know, it was a desperation. If San Francisco was in it, yeah, you're right. They could have – you could have played, but. Yeah, Cincinnati won't play Mixon the rest of the year. They don't have anything to play him for. And they've got Houston next week and then Baltimore the week after. It's like I'm, they're they're not going to the playoffs. I'm, I'm sure they're going to be fine just playing Geo against Houston and then oh, yeah. putting, putting Geo out, out there again to play Pittsburgh to get dominated. But that's the last game game of their year. It's just another A.J. Green. Okay, he's day-to-day for, what, eight weeks? Joe Mixon's day-to-day? <laughs> Yeah, how did he, you say he hurt his foot by doing the touchdown dance? <laughs> That's the last touchdown he had was him dancing. So, <laughs> and then he was they had side report. Oh, he's dancing the sidelines. He's gonna be okay. This is eight weeks ago. This is almost like a Le'Veon Bell, but it's just like day to day, day to day. It's just like uh, my um my David Johnson injury with his wrist that one year was one of those ones where it's like, yeah, he might be back next week, and he was gone the entire season from week one on. This feels like that same thing, just a little bit later <laughs> Dude, in the just, year. Yeah, I could. Uh, I mean, and they made they made me hell. I'm gonna obviously keep him now, and just because I held on to him this entire time. But yeah, uh, it, it was uh, it was. And I think we talked about this, about trading. I don't regret that trade. I know Tyreek is still just – he's WR2 over the year. But if I right. would have had Mixon, it would have been fine. So, I don't bank on trades being injuries, you know. So Yeah, that's but one that of the did, topics. You and I talk about that almost all the time is, um, you know, like drafting and injury concerns and then trading and, like, you know um, – you don't regret a trade necessarily because of an injury for obvious reasons. Like there's not a whole lot that you can predict, but it doesn't mean that you made a bad trade. It just means you got unlucky. 
Right. And I'll tell you this, the league needs to know. So all the trades that I made were just <laughs> because of the vampire. I traded uh, you or Tyreek for Mixon because Tyreek literally had a bye week 10 when I was playing the vampire. That was like a week before. So that, that was, that helped it out. I also needed a running back too, man. Mixon, I'm probably Mixon's number two supporter behind you. Um, I think he's easily a top five talent back in the league. He just once he gets on that O line man next year, he's gonna dominate. So I was fine with that trade. The one I wasn't was Gavs, <laughs> Cooper Cup for Antonio Gibson. <laughs> then Gibson goes off for thirty three, and I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then, and then Gibson gets hurt, and, I'm, and then I'm like, okay, well that sucks for Gibson, but I still made the wrong trade there. Um, I can't I can't get behind I, look I, and I think Cooper Cup is really talented. I think Bobby Trees is really talented too. I just for whatever reason I can't get myself behind owning one of these wide receivers in this league because they're either up or down. When they're up they're up. When they're down was, they're down. Uh, I, I don't know why I made that trade even when I did it. Like well the thing was so it was week it was another vampire trade. So it was week ten. Um, Cooper Cup was going at Seattle Swiss cheese defense. And I figured, right. you know, I'll, I'll get 15 from them, but it didn't, it didn't end up mattering. And the vampire just kicked my ass that week. They're like, fuck <laughs> you. Uh, we could have won this league if, you know, you didn't screw us in the first week. So we're just going to beat you. And then we're just going to lose out after that. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened too. Like, yeah. All right. All right. We beat Pill. We're done. We're yep. not going to play the rest well, they, of the year. They won pretty heftily this uh, yeah, this, this past week here. They won one thirty six fifty six, but obviously no no bites this week. So they got shafted this year. I mean, a lot of teams got shafted, um, but of course they did. I mean, you know, they're the vampire. It's different, but you know, this it, it's been a tough year. So you're still fighting for cash, though. You've got you've got sure. a couple weeks. You've got a couple weeks where you've been the most pointer, or I think what two? Yeah, yeah um, exactly. both were against me. I know, right? I actually think they were both against me. That's all I care about. I beat you twice, so yeah, season's done. That's mission accomplished. I I think you had two, and both were against me, and we only played each other two times this year. So probably right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling good about next week, though. I mean, I when you have Lamar Jackson, you know, uh, DK Metcalf, who I don't know. You tell me what's going on with Russell Wilson, the Seahawks, because I don't know. I don't know either. At first, it was bad play calling for at least two to three weeks, but uh, they've they've since rebounded from like a coaching perspective. And for whatever yeah, like, reason, why did just... they stop? You know, Russ is cooking. Why did they stop? I think. Yeah, I think they. I think they are leaning on Chris Carson to do more, and kind of rightfully so because Chris Carson's playing at a, at a pretty high level right now. You gotta um, love that though, man. Being able to just switch from you know airing it out to running it like. That's got to be nice. Yeah, you wish you they, they would do both in one game. Like uh, Tennessee does a great job of that, right? Where like Ryan Tannehill will hit 16 points in a game and Derrick Henry will hit 35. And you're like, well, oh, I guess Tannehill's got to be the most efficient quarterback. One of them in the league with his throws. It's crazy. Yeah, watching them play. And, and they let him throw the ball more this year too. So I'm interested to see, will he actually get drafted this upcoming year? Because they think we've, yeah. we've seen a year and a half of him now to the point where people shouldn't doubt the talent. And I, I wrote him out the rest of the way after ditching Matt Ryan. The funny thing is I talked to Andy real quick uh, about uh, – because Andy lost last night, which which was a heartbreaker. And Eric E. Brown go out in an injury. That and, sucked. I shot it on a cart. And, and Ben just played – he just played so – he had a, <laughs> had a fumble and a – Yeah, in the first quarter. Um, 
so the thing was, uh, he's like, if I had played Matt Ryan <laughs> for once. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> See, that's the thing about fantasy. It's it's evil to you, man. Like, I, I think what he got, like, probably 12 points combined the last two weeks, and then all of a sudden, okay, it's time for him to break out, you know? It's like, yeah. how the hell is Andy supposed to know that? Like, Nope, not at all. And, and especially, <laughs> like, that's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan did that same thing to me, and that's why I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. I just need to move on to some consistency. And then we, I mean, we go back to, like, you know, what-if scenarios. Um, I wouldn't be kicking myself if I was Andy. You're, you play, you're playing Ben against the Bengals. Like, what the hell is going on there? <laughs> I know. Well, and that would be one of the situations where – this is not what I would consider to be a landmine, but I, if you heard me a few weeks back or last week, I think it was, I was talking to Andy about landmines. I dropped Ben Roethlisberger from my roster because I just didn't have a need for him. And Andy was fishing for quarterbacks. And so picks up Ben who totally bombs on him. That's technically a landmine, although I didn't intend the drop to be that way. Cause it's not like Ben was underperforming to that point. So, so this is, I got to tell you a little side story real quick. So when it was yeah. me and Andy in the playoffs, um, he had Ben Roethlisberger. So what I did is I literally – and that was the only guy I left playing. So what I did is I picked up every single fucking quarterback on the waivers. <laughs> oh, so in case Ben goes down the tunnel, trips or something, yep. Andy doesn't have an option. <laughs> yep. So that that kind of reminded me about a little Ben story with Andy. But then uh, Ben decides to, you know, bend Andy over this week. But, again, I don't think it's a, a wrong play. By him, or even the, the Keenan Allen play. I mean, I guess he was – I don't know why he put guys in when they're freaking injured, but, you know, there's nothing you can really do. I don't – I wouldn't I wouldn't be, you know, regretful for his moves. You can help me – you can help me cover the championship match this week, actually. Um, I'm, I'm interested to hear your placement on some of these guys. We, you and I – actually, for everyone that's, that's listening um, – Peel and I, obviously, we talk the most about fantasy uh, pretty much daily, just for whatever reason. We have to keep bumping it back in the podcast, but we're lucky to have gotten him up front today. Uh, we'll, we'll investigate why he was able to, to sneak in. We talk about it every week, man. Yeah. I'm just never around we go, we go over rankings. I mean, this is Peel is part of the reason why I'm in love with fantasy as much as you get someone to talk to about your rankings, why this person's going to go off, and um, Peel, Peel turned me into a believer about DeAndre Swift, and uh, we talked finally about uh joe mixon so yeah metcalf as well Uh, we had a bet at the beginning of the year i said dj Moore was going to be better than uh, metcalf was and uh, that i mean if this is the way sales offense would have run for the rest of the year he probably would have had me i mean i don't know what they're doing yeah (laughs) dj Moore is talented i for whatever and, and and i thought things would open up for him too with uh with uh, McCaffrey being out, but I digress. Let's let's go over the matchup, the the one and only matchup, and then I guess I'll cover some of these other consolation ones. Um, we, you can cover yours too if you want to do that. <laughs> so I so on Mick's side of the ball, Mick and Brett, Brett with just two T's. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Sorry, Jared. Brett. <laughs> we've got Jared Goff. We've got Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Chris Carson. Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Koo in Miami. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, it's Justin Herbert, A.J. Brown, Bobby Trees, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Darren Waller, Chris Godwin, Sanders in Seattle. So, um, who? first of all, who do you think is going to win this matchup right now with the rosters being the way that they are? I got to check out the bench real quick just because I don't know if these are final lineups for him. 
Yeah, Mick doesn't have another quarterback right now. Right now, I've but got Jared Goff listed as. got a tough break with Thomas. Out. Yeah, yeah. Acres out too. That sucked. Gaskin. I don't know. Is Gaskin coming back? He should be back this week, but he well, might be on COVID again. And then if he is, Sam Ahmed's going to be the guy. So you tell me this: Would you are you playing Gaskin or Dobbins? I would play Gaskin. Um, right. I mean, I that's play, the kind of move I see. Yeah, but I I I regret you know. Uh, not playing Dobbins against the the Giants. I think the Giants are pretty good against the run, um, yeah. but they're they're certainly like lowest of the pack. The Giants still have something to play for too. That's I expect them to kind of show up a little bit. Miles um, Gaskin is playing Vegas though, and you just never pass that opportunity up because. Do you want so me bad. to give it? I shouldn't give advice, right? <laughs> you can give advice. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I mean I'm, just, I'm looking at Mick's bench, so I don't know if this is going to happen. But I mean. He's well, what would you think. do? I would. I'm gonna. I'm not playing Cooper. I'm playing uh, Landry. Yeah, I would too, hands down. I actually have Landry as QB or WR15, and I've got Cooper as WR25. Even Cooper in a almost, matchup, he's yeah, he almost beat lost in the you know semifinals. He hasn't seen double digit targets since week six. Ellis is a mess. I don't know. And then Tony Pollard, all of a sudden, he's what the best running back he's in the world. He's I think. Yeah, I think something else is going on with Zeke right now. That there I think has there's, to be. Like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, their offensive line sucks this year because of the injuries. But even then, I think something's going on with Zeke that we're not being told. All right, so back to my uh, pick. So, Brett with one T. Um, I'm going with Mick, and this is the only reason why. Uh, and look at this. Tight end number one, tight end number two. Do you think this is a coincidence? I don't. Tight ends are the worst this fucking year, right? I mean, you right. can't. I can't even stream a tight end. No, <laughs> so no nobody with, can. Yeah, nobody it's awful. Can. I'm going with uh, Mick just because he has a better tight end. Honestly, um, if you look at if if we're gonna go to line by line, Herbert over Golf. Obviously, Herbert. Right. I, I don't even know if you want to play Golf. Jesus. Um, it's against Seattle, week. Seattle's really bad against wide receivers. So. It's Jerry Golf though. It is Jerry Golf. <laughs> Did you see what happened against New Jersey? He's bad. He's yeah. not a good quarterback. He's um, not a good quarterback. Brown, do you want me to go line by line? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. Brown. And look at the so matchup. Brown, too. I think Brown is – I've told you this. There's, he's in the same class as DK. Brown is by – Robinson, yes, I'm a homer. I'm a homer. Brown, I think, is going to – they're both so fucking good. I think right. about it. So. Um, but – like I said, the efficiency with Ryan Tannehill, and this is this goes back with Tannehill. He doesn't miss shots, so that's why people think that it's such a run-heavy offense with Derrick Henry. But he doesn't miss Brown. He doesn't miss his receivers. So I love Brown. He's a physical specimen, just like DK. I love Robinson. So that's kind of a coin flip for me, honestly. I got to look at the matchups. Jacksonville, right? I got him as go nine with. and seven. I've got Brown at nine. Tough, and I've got right? Robinson at seven. Because you're looking, they're going up against Jacksonville this week. So I, I give him the you edge. You got to go with Robinson, right? Yeah. Yeah, Brown is going to be a going up against Green Bay. Who knows? Tennessee could get behind in this game. I see. They're both elite, elite receivers. Like Brown's going to be a WR one elite for the rest of the fantasy his career. He's Amazing. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. And then I'm um huge on Brown. Yeah. And Robinson, but... All right. So what do we so that one we'll consider uh, a wash, slight edge to Mick on that one. Robert Woods and Amari Cooper. Uh, Robert Woods, obviously, right? I don't know. Like I'm looking at Seattle. Um what did they who did they play last week? Because they kind of well, they play Washington, so you can't really judge their it's not like Washington did anything. 
Um, Seattle's defense is better than I think people give him credit for, maybe. But regardless, yeah, golf. I don't trust golf. So if he puts uh, Landry in there over Cooper, give me Landry over Robert Woods. I would agree with that one as Honestly. well. Although I have Landry at 15 and Woods at 10. I do. T- uh, yeah, uh, see, on that team, you never know who's going to go off. It's going to be Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Now they don't have Acres. I don't know how the run game's going to be. So they might just look like the shitty Rams that they used to be. So. Well, the nice thing about Woods is he probably averages in the range of nine targets a game, and that's good. Yeah. And I think he's averaging about I guess, 60 yards, 50 or 60 no, yards. I guess you got you got to go with Robert Woods on that one now that I think about it. I guess, you have yeah. to, but it's Landry against the too. Jets. <laughs> I know, it's tough. It's, 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 it's tough. I mean, Woods does get the, um, you know, the Jet sweeps. I, yeah. Woods is going up against Seattle, who has given up the most points to wide receivers. They're terrible against wide receivers. So I play Woods here with a little bit more confidence than I would definitely over Amari but, Cooper, uh, obviously. But you, I think Landry. But look at Week Ten against Seattle. This is the Cooper Cup game that I made the trade. They got they did nothing. Right. But it's fantasy, right? You go with Woods. You can't just. All right, let's move on to the next one. Josh Jacobs in Miami or Chris Carson against the Rams? You've got RB sixteen and thirteen here. Chris get 15 carries. How many? Um, hold on a second. I think this Miami's one's about as close good. of a wash as you're going to get. I've got Chris Carson at 16, and I've got Jacobs at 13. Just volume-based more against Miami, I think. So do I. I, I think, yeah. I mean, it is. this is going to be a this is gonna be a hell of a championship. Um, yeah, I love I love both these running backs. I think Chris Carson's so good. I think Jacobs is so good. I got let's see, Miami's D though is really strong. I don't know the Rams D. Oh, you probably got to go with Jacobs. Maybe I guess I'll lean there. I'm only going Jacobs here more because even in a game where he didn't break a hundred yards, they rushed him 26 times and used him in the oh, end yeah. a few times. So he's just a workhorse. So is Carson, but still, yeah, I'll, I'm going with Jacobs as well. Yeah, that's that's the way Gruden likes to run his offense. Okay, here's an interesting one: Tony this Pollard against Philadelphia or Austin Eckler against Denver. I'm going with Eckler. I good Pollard got that huge game, but you can't expect him to beat Austin Eckler. <laughs> so here's what I think too: if if Austin Eckler is going to have a huge game, this is this is that week that it's going to happen because it's not going to happen against KC. It should have happened against Las Vegas. It didn't. Right. It sort of happened against Atlanta, didn't against New England, and then sort of happened against Buffalo. This is going to be his cushiest matchup that he needs to perform. He only has one rushing touchdown this year, by the way, but he needs to perform against Denver because um, I think they just they have to have him pop off this week, especially if Anthony Lynn wants to keep his job, which I think Anthony Lynn's a fine coach, so um, – but, right, and, yeah, I don't see Pollard. He's not obviously going to match what he did last week. He's got Philly's defense. Um, I'll take Eckler all day. I'll take the who, – who's been the RB1 consistently for years over a guy who just jumps in the role and has a huge game, you know? Yeah, the only argument you could technically make is fresh legs, but they both have relatively fresh legs because Eckler sat out for a while. Um, all right, tight end matchup. This one is tight, and I don't think that you can not <laughs> give the edge to Kelsey. No, no, yeah, yeah, you can't. You have to. Is, yo, and you got to remember, um, isn't uh, Derek Carr out? Yeah, Carr, Carr is that, likely that can't to be help out. Waller. That can't help him. 
they played fine with Mariota. Mariota actually looked pretty good. He had 12, uh, pa- 12 for nine and one. When did Carr go down? I didn't even watch that game. First quarter. Oh, okay. So first yeah. quarter. Okay. Well, he heard, he heard his pee pee. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he heard his pee pee. Yeah, his groin. Yeah. yeah. No, it's pee pee. Oh no, shit. That sucks, man. Hopefully he um has nine kids. Like uh, it's his face already. But um, I'm talking about Philip Rivers. Exactly. What the yeah. hell is going on there? Uh, God, imagine being quarantined in that shit. Um, oh, well, he gets out a lot for football. That's the nice part. Sorry, I honey, I have to go to work. No, exactly. I'll just, I'll just, yeah, I'll stick it in you. We'll pop out some kids, and I'm gonna go play football. Sorry, I got work to do. Daddy's still bringing the money. Um, yeah, this one, you obviously go with Kelsey. He's yeah, a, I, I he, agree. He has. Do you realize he has the most yards? I think in the NFL as received. Even as a receiver, I'm pretty sure you got a stat check on that one. But. I don't think you understand that he's ranked 14th overall as a tight end, and and that that alone is impressive enough. But Darren Waller is ranked 31st. So if you if you look at it comparatively, like Darren Waller at 31st as a tight end is obnoxious. Travis Kelsey it's, at 13th overall, that's that does not like happen. Said, or 14th, <laughs> that doesn't happen. There, I don't think there's a coincidence why these two are in the championship. Their tight ends really are just – everyone got boned, you know. They, yeah. We got dicked on tight ends this year. And I'm, I, I'd like to ask you sometime, um, does this permanently change the way you draft tight ends? Or are you now – are we just streaming tight ends for the rest of fantasy? Because there is no tight ends. I remember fondly the year that I won, first time, um, was the year that I drafted Gronkowski first overall for like $52. And um, there's a lot to be said. If you're not going to draft a tight end, you really need to be advantageous about the tight end that you waiver quickly. Yeah, I think that you're right. And I think next to people like me, everyone's going to be so thirsty for a tight end because they remember what happened last year, you know, right. like these, and they should be. It's a terrible scenario right now. I, I mean, to make this argument every year about running backs, it's it's no secret. Everybody is always like, oh, Zurich, why do you overdraft running backs? You're entire, but you can't play all those running backs. And then every year what happens is injuries happen. This year is uncommonly bad, but they usually happen where someone's like, oh, I need a running back. Oh, right. as running backs. Oh, Zurich has running backs. And yeah, then not, trades mm-hmm. happen. So I, I stream the only place you want to stream is obviously a quarterback. quarterback. Um, yeah. It sucks to be a tight end right now, so that'd be interesting. But yeah, obviously we got to go with Kelsey. You got Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback we will ever see in our lifetime. Agreed. Um, Chris Godwin. I'm gonna I'm gonna speed through the rest of these here. Uh, Chris Godwin and J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins is, is 12. Godwin's 22. I just hope his finger gets better. Um, so I would give the edge to Dobbins there. But again, yeah. it looks like That's if Miles tough. Gaskin plays, I might play him. Although I want to see what his, his week of practice looks like. I'll still, I'll still go with the running backs either way over Ball Godwin. Yeah, yeah. I, Tom Brady. I don't. He spreads it. He spreads it. He's he, got, he got a, a nice touchdown in Godwin. It's just one throw. Thank you. Um, Sanders and Koo. I mean, a wash or a kicker. (laughs) No, Koo's going to get like 20 points. Put him in a flex spot. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. He just got 11 this past week. Are you going to get – he's – dude, he's been looking at his numbers. Oh, well, six crazy. 
Yeah, Miami against Las Vegas, I think, is a better matchup. Seattle against the Rams is not great, but yeah, uh, he's gonna, you know, I think he'll Brett switch would, it. He's gonna switch to that. Yeah, Miami, yeah. they're they got great defense. You know, we really could play good. some real defense here if we're rooting for Mick. We could all just pick up defenses and fill our roster. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I might actually do that because <laughs> I, I want to pick my horse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a uh, real influence here. <laughs> you could. You I know could. I could. But that would be so. That would be so against everything I stand for. Just play with integrity. Um, I said it a few weeks back. I absolutely stand by it. I'm absolutely 100% rooting for Mick to win this week. And right now it looks like he is going to, even with the roster that he has, I've got him at 126 to 120. Yahoo has him at 131 to 122. Um, so I, I think I do expect, um, Mick to take this one out, but it is a close matchup closer than yeah. I think you would you would want. Mick has had health going in his favor all year, if you've noticed. Um, the guys that he does have on his roster have not gone down with injury. Robinson's played all year. Cooper's played all year. Chris Carson has not played all year. Eckler has not played all year. But remember, he made the trade for Gaskin and Ronald Jones, who have played all year, who are both ironically on COVID this week. Travis Kelsey's been healthy. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins, Mick drafted. Uh, he didn't draft me. Actually, picked him up off free agency and then just held on to him. So, like, these are all good Mick moves here. These are all really good Mick moves. And Brett has just drafted. When he drafted, he drafted for um, for depth, and I think that it's, was smart. Right. It's up in the air, and like you said about COVID, man, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Who's right. Be available on Sunday, and Brett's got a deep team. They both do, <clears> so they both earned it. And I just have a question here is 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 this both their first time in the championship or has brett made it before i can't remember brett, brett actually won the league one year Mick oh, has <laughs> i feel like an asshole I, <laughs> a, I didn't mean that in a like <laughs> well brett with one t has won one year i don't know what brett with two t's is oh uh, I, I said good game have you ever been the championship i don't i didn't, honestly don't i didn't remember so we've been playing in the league for i think seven years now no yeah years. Been, years. I, don't know, I know that i just don't so this could be his second championship. This uh, could be his second championship or mix first. So I'd like to. I always feel like Brett's like auto drafting or at the airport and just gets fucked. <laughs> oh yeah, that was last year. Yeah, that was last year. So um, one thing that I do want to point out, I know I poked fun at Mick for his record before, but one thing that we really need to like start thinking about, aside from his first year, this is the second year where Mick will finish in the top three. Yeah. This is a, this is the first time he'll finish in the top two, maybe first, you know. Um, but this is it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, the evolution of Mick is is real. It's scary it, how good he's getting. Yeah, he's he's certainly understanding it more and more. Um, oh, he's he's made perfect moves, perfect plays. Um, both these guys have though. Um, you can't, you know. I think they both deserve to be there. Let's let's quickly go through your matchup against Andy. Uh, Non-individuals. What do you who do you think is going to win this one? I, you guys are pretty tight for me right now. Um, I don't know. I think probably Andy's going to. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't have a running back. I probably. I mean, just because I don't have a second running back, I go with Andy. But. There's always a chance that Adams and Metcalf could win. Um, I I don't know. I'll go with I'll go with Andy because uh, Cooper Cup's been sucking. I, I would play I would play Geo confidently against Houston. Well, I don't know if CMC is coming back though. I mean, would you do it, with Mike Davis or against Washington? No, I play Geo against Houston. Houston, you can run all over them all day. So I would I would do 
Geo over Davis. Davis, I would move out maybe to the flex, but you don't need to get three receivers that you're going to play over like Davis. So I love Swift's emergence. I love Devontae Adams all day, Lamar Jackson and Metcalf. I think that may be too much for Andy to handle, but Andy's team is they never he never got bit. So expect yeah, I know. I expect expect uh, Metcalf to have a big game. Yeah, yeah. Um, game so um it's gonna be close but um it's third place so you know i'll i don't really care that much you know i think i actually think your game this week is the most stressful game because it's the it's it's winning money or not winning money (laughs) at this point it was either win it or don't for me in my mind so if no one's gonna remember third place or second place i I mean you will i I can't even I can't remember Brett winning apparently. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it'd, it'd be nice to have a little extra money for Christmas, uh, holidays, whatever. But um, feed the family, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna get six hundred dollars from the government. Thank God, I'm waiting for that. They owe me money. Like this country owes me for my service of being, you know, respectful. Uh, you know great human and you kind of trailed off there at the end <laughs> i don't know i was trying to think what i did for this country <laughs> it kind of broke off i think that's like, a good note you to wish, hey, you wish, hey. <laughs> all right man thanks thanks for finally joining i appreciate it yeah, maybe we'll do it again next week brother good luck everybody i'm not playing this week don't wish me good luck i'm know. not playing i'm not play for it I think I don't remember who the other guy is. I think it was maybe Jeff that lost this past week. Let's actually let's see because I think I'll. Yeah, no, Jeff's playing. Galus Blood Brothers are all playing week sixteen. Who's not playing this upcoming week? Galus is playing. Blood Brothers is playing. Andy and you are playing. Maybe nine and ten. Yeah, I know, but who's no, no? Because I'm not playing because I lost this week, so I'll be in sixth place. I think or fifth place. I don't remember. I, I yeah, don't remember. There's confusing stuff. When you're out of it, it's like, and I'm considered I'm out of it right now. I'm not really following it. But yeah, um, good luck, everybody in the championship. Yeah, just the two of you. And, yeah. Enjoy. And um, payout structure, I think, is as follows. So we had, that, yeah. yeah, so it's it was $1,000 in total that went into the pot at the beginning of the year. Everybody put in their, their hundred and then um, it's 16 weeks of payout. So that's less 160. Third place winner wins a hundred. Second place winner wins 200. And then uh, the winner wins uh, the remainder of the pot. So, it's- and the, so we're going to go on, on. We're actually going to go out on this note. I'm going to steal the hosting right now. Um, <laughs> um, so whoever wins has to outdo Zurich's cameo with Rob. Otherwise, you know, you're not, that's you can't keep the money for yourself. Oh yeah, I think we'll talk about like some of the off season <laughs> stuff. I think we need next year. I think what we need to do is everybody pitch in a little bit more money for us to buy a trophy, and then the payout is going to be, uh, you know. So if we said like one hundred and five dollars next year, the payout would still be the same as it was this year. So we'll act yeah. like it was a thousand dollars entered, but the five dollars from everybody would go towards a trophy that you would get physically in person. That would so, be that'd be dope. Yeah. And, yeah. If you guys want a good idea for a Christmas present or Hanukkah or whatever, um, Hanukkah's over. Is it? What, uh, dude, it, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what year it is. 
But uh, Snoop Dogg is twelve hundred dollars on Cameo. If you want to give me a present there, if you if you won all of the money that was put into the pot, you would still be spending two hundred dollars <laughs> for Snoop Dogg to come <laughs> on for ten minutes, dude. He would come on for like two and a half minutes. What are you talking about? Like, I go is it two and a half? Oh, I didn't even know the. It's rules. however long they decide, but they could they could literally be like, "Hey, what's up?" and then that's it if they want to. So, yeah, who your cameo would be, Brett and Mick, I want you to think about that because you got a top Zurich's Rob. I don't know if that's going to happen. See if there's any other ex-cons on cameo you can do. <laughs> yeah, I think if you if you win, I think you are required to do a cameo from this point out, at least until we get a trophy. So, well, uh, yeah. Brett, I have confidence if Brett wins it, he'll do it. But Mick, I don't think, knows how to use that technology. <laughs> so. You have to help him out then. Right? So I have to help him out. And if I help him out, I'm just going to have the person doing the cameo say what I want I him to I wonder if he could do like Richard Simmons. Is oh, he we could look this up. Let's look. Yeah, Richard Simmons is still. I think he went into <laughs> we, like hiding though. Dude, we can we can talk about cameo all day on who you want. But. Let's see. Cameo. Who are some I'm good cameo think, like, who would I, That's the first person I think is Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> why that's my question. i don't know i think it'd be hilarious <laughs> for him to let's do look. That. uh he's a, he's let's look at some athletes here so we can do mick foley for 90 95 dollars mick foley oh that's awesome i wonder if he'd have to wear the costume I'm matt hardy is matt hardy's 110 and mick foley's 95 get out of town matt hardy you yeah, mick foley he's he's probably giving a discount he's such a great guy um jim dugan the hacksaw oh. Hacksaw Jim Dugan, he's on there. Um, Search the ex-cons. <laughs> Bret Hart's 150 bucks. Pat Hughes, the Cubs announcer, for 50 bucks. That's a good one. Yeah. You yeah, can do Scott Hansen for oh, Red Zone. He's 150. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I need, I need you guys to sit down for this talk. Um, yeah. Hugh Cameos. Jackson. Hugh Jackson, 60. Uh, that's, that's not bad at all. I thought this. Yeah. You could do Brett Favre with with two T's for four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. it really four hundred? What a jerk off! Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's the Packers. Just you know, they think they deserve that stuff. Um, Not worth four hundred. Let's look at let's look at Bears real quick because I feel like if I told a Chicago Bear would do this, Mick might jump in. Yeah, uh, I'm. Get a Rob. That'd be so dope if he did that. I don't even know if they're. Yeah. I know Roquan does it. Uh, Eddie Pinero does it. <laughs> Eddie Panero does it. <laughs> he didn't even play this year. Uh, Lance Briggs is eighty dollars. He used to be fifty-five dollars. Matt Forte is three hundred and fifty. Oh, yeah, that one's that one's tough. What uh, about your boy Jay Cutler? Is he doing this? No, Jay Cutler is not doing this. He has better things <laughs> to do. He just doesn't care about anything. No, right. Roquan Smith is eighty-five. I mean, Lance Briggs at eighty dollars seems the the obvious choice here, right? Lance Briggs, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if Tillman's on there, but yeah. Uh, you, could, you could always do. You could always go old school and do Jim McMahon for exactly whatever. I mean, whatever Mick's favorite Bears player. I think it, that'd be that'd be. Is sweet. Kay Adams on here? <laughs> She's gonna be like three. No, she might be on. She might be on OnlyFans. Yeah, Kay Adams. That's a that's another topic for another day. Or. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see any other ones. So there, there's some good options here. There's definitely some good options here. You can do Floyd Mayweather for a thousand bucks. But yeah, um, you got to win first to get in there, and then you can drop that cameo. And, That's true. And, and you'll be uh, in infamy like your Rob Lagojevich one. So. 
you uh, you definitely have options, whoever the the winner is. So I, you're encouraged definitely to um, to uh, to do your cameo stuff. Thank you again for for coming, Peel. I appreciate you. Uh, dude, I'm here every week, like I said earlier. So I don't know. You, you got to <laughs> fix your editing or something. So um, maybe uh, I'll talk to you next week or something. Uh, you don't even know if you're going to be in the show today. I know I didn't. I just <laughs> just got coffee and you told me to hop on. So you you uh, you, you told me um, you told me you were gonna wait and then you just started talking. So yeah, Yolo, that's what I do. Um, yeah. All right, man. Peace out. Later, dude.